You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. And good evening, everyone. Welcome again to Blue Raider Baseball. Blue Raiders at home tonight for a game against Tennessee Tech. This is Bob Jamison, pinch hitting for Dick Palmer, who's getting ready to head to Durham, North Carolina, early tomorrow morning with the Lady Raiders. John Callow alongside, and, and you were mentioning for 17 years now, and, and this is six for me, so golly. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Perseverance, I don't Perseverance, know. absolutely. But glad you could join us for this game, a single game with Tennessee Tech. It's the home-and-home home series that the Blue Raiders have with many of their uh, Tennessee opponents, and then playing Tennessee Tech is just uh, almost an automatic on the schedule. Well, they've uh, been uh, playing each other uh, dating back to the old OVC days. Uh, it's just one of those natural rivalries. In fact, uh, there was a time when that was the rivalry in the OVC. You can see why with the hit baseball history that both yeah. uh, universities have had uh, for just decades. I mean, we're, we're going way, way back on, on both teams. And, uh, I, you know, the games that I've been a part of and have been able to see, they have always been tight contests with uh, – both teams really going after each other. Two teams will actually uh, meet again next week. It'll be a Tuesday night game next week. Uh, that'll be in Cookville, uh, also a 6 o'clock start. After uh, a very, very cold morning, it's turned out to be a beautiful day here in Middle Tennessee. Sunshine, temperature getting up in the mid-50s, a very light breeze, which is always appreciated, especially when it uh, is on a chillier day. And so... We're going to get things going under very good conditions as the Blue Raiders and the Golden Eagles from Tech come in, both of them 7 and 8. And as we were talking before the game, John. It's uh, not the same 7 and 8. It, it, it really isn't. Uh, five of Tech's losses have been one to Alabama, one to Vanderbilt, and three to Georgia Tech. So they, they've gone head-to-head -head with some uh, big-time schools they and big-time sure programs. Well, that's uh, the way this uh, – Matt Braga has run this program. Uh, he, uh, I think you pointed out that at one point he even got as far as a Super Regional, which is not bad out of the OVC. I can remember when the OVC actually lost its automatic bid, and uh, it was kind of an at-large thing. Uh, so that's how far that is, uh, program has come. Of course, he left, went to Rice for a few years. Uh, problem there trying to succeed a legend, you know, so it's come home, and uh, I guess Middle Tennessee is home now. Well, and, and it's a great place to call home. Uh, absolutely. And, and uh, just tidying up some bits and pieces from the weekend, of course, uh, Jaden Ham threw that spectacular one-hitter in Friday night's victory over Evansville. Thought and sure it would be a pitcher of the week. Okay, that's, that's you, you said the only thing that would get him not be pitcher of the week was? A no-hitter. A no-hitter, and so we get the uh, information from Conference USA and uh, Devin Turbeck of Western Kentucky University threw a no-hitter over the weekend, so Jaden, with the one-hitter, uh, did not get pitcher of the week, and 
kind of an interesting coincidence there because either one of them, you Are know, they both Friday starters by any chance? As far as I'm aware, yes. Yeah. So we'll see that we'll match see. up on Friday night. I was, I was, I was hoping that would be the case. <laughs> that would be fun. And, and uh, the, uh, the Western Turbrock, he had 14 strikeouts. Jaden had 11. Uh, so, you know, you – Kid pitches a no hitter, you know that trumps a one hitter. Yeah. It's like four aces over four kings or whatever. And and, and how many times is that going to happen in the same weekend? So anyway, we wanted to to touch base with that because we were real excited about Jaden's prospects and um, certainly deserves. Scott's a Tennessee pitcher of the week as far as the state of Tennessee uh, colleges and universities are concerned, and so congratulations to him for that. So you've got. Tech here tonight, and then Western Kentucky, as yep. we just mentioned, coming in for the weekend. That starts Conference USA play, well, and it runs get, us to it May. It seems to get it earlier every year, doesn't it? Uh, hardly at it, and we're already ready to go in the conference. Tonight, our last warm-up for the conference. Here's the thing. We still don't know who the Sunday starter is, and you're supposed to be able to work that out. Uh, in these early weeks of the season, and uh, I'd say that uh, that uh, Sunday slot is still up for grabs. It is, and I remember talking with Coach Myers back before the season started. He's got a lot of young pitchers, and you know that Sunday spot and figuring out who that's going to be and who's going to be your midweek starter uh, is what we're going to have to take our time looking at, giving a lot of pitchers a chance to throw. And and you remember with Peyton Wigginton, Zach Keenan, and then Trent Siebert. He lost about half of his innings, 60% of his yeah. starts, and uh, I think 50, 60% of the wins from last year. Uh, so th those are big, big shoes to fill. And usually you just replace one of those guys at, at a time and not three at the same time. Of course, it made the pitching last year pretty uh, pretty good when, when those guys were healthy. That was, that was fun to watch. When they were healthy, you're right. So Blue Raiders and Tennessee Tech here this evening from Reese Smith Jr. Field on a Wednesday night. A little, little bit of a tweak. I feel like it should be Tuesday, but it's not. And we will uh, we'll take a break, come back, and look at the starting lineups for this game. And you're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. 
Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Back at Bree Smith Field, the umpires and the two head coaches just got through exchanging lineups, so I guess that's a good time for us to uh, do the starting lineups. Uh, brought to you by Ascend Credit Union, the official credit union of the Blue Raiders. Leading off for the Golden Eagles from uh, Tennessee Tech, center fielder Austin Turner. Batting second, the catcher Hayden Gilliland. Batting third, the right fielder Theo Bryant. Batting fourth, third baseman Peyton Mills. Batting fifth will be the first baseman John Dyer. Troy Bonsgard, the DH, will bat sixth, batting seventh. Preston Ford, the left fielder. Batting eighth will be the second baseman, Eddie Garza. And batting ninth will be the shortstop, Nick Spardoni. And on the mound will be a right-hander. Uh, his name is Bat uh, Matt Jalorm. For the Blue Raiders, uh, some changes. Uh, the, the lineup looks familiar, just some changes in where people will be tonight. Leading off, J.T. Mabry at second base. Batting second, Luke Vinson comes back into the lineup playing center field. Batting third, the shortstop, Brett Coker. Cleanup hitter will be Jeremiah Boyd, the DH. DJ Wright, the first baseman, bats fifth. Batting sixth will be Jackson Galloway, the left fielder. Jared Vitato will be behind the plate tonight. He'll bat seventh. Gabe Jennings at third base, bats eighth. And Eston Snyder will be back in right field now, and he'll bat ninth. On the mound will be Ollie Akins making his second appearance, first start for the Blue Raiders. And that's it. 
So we're, we're getting close to baseball, and, and, and as you noted, a, a couple of tweaks in the lineup as far as where people are playing. Jared Vitato getting a, a start behind the plate as well. And we do want to mention in, in conjunction with the Blue Raiders schedule, and because Dick Palmer is, is, you know, I get to pinch hit for Dick as long as the Lady Raiders win, so it's... It's an extra vested uh, for me to have a, a chance to for that to happen. They're in the NCAA tournament. They will play Colorado this Saturday. And if that game is a winner, then they will play the winner of the Duke-Iona game on Monday. And uh, so uh, Dick will be gone for the entire Western Kentucky weekend. And, and hopefully he will miss the... Uh, Tennessee Tech game as well because it'll mean the Lady Raiders uh, will have won on Saturday and be playing two, uh, on Monday and then they wouldn't be back in yeah. time for him to make the trip to Cookville. Uh, that Monday, uh, if they get to play Monday, and I think you have to assume it'll be Duke, nothing like having to play uh, an ACC team on its home floor. It'd be a bit of a test, don't you think? Oh, I think it would be a major test. Well, you know, it, it's... When the team, you know, all the teams around the university do well, you get very excited. The softball sure. team's off to a good start. You know, we can see the track and soccer field over here. And uh, Then you think about future MTSU people because the state tournaments were girls last week, the boys this week, and we look over at the parking lot and it is just packed and will be all through uh, this uh, this Saturday. So. It's, a, it's fun to be around, and, and when you get a sunny day like today, even uh, cooler temperatures than you, you know, might want, but uh, uh, still is, very pleasant. Yeah, this is our first 6 o'clock start of the, the season, and even though it's pleasant now, 43 minutes from now when the sun goes down, what's it going to be like? I, I think we'll... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll see a bit of a drop, actually. And then, of course, uh, the forecast for the weekend is not particularly favorable as far as those, those good temperatures. And uh, the light, last time I checked, I think it was like 40 degrees as a high on Saturday, I believe, is, yeah. or Sunday. I, I'm easily confused on weekends. So. Well, and, and Friday, we've uh, got some issues with precipitation. Mostly, it looks like early in the day, so we'll see. And we'll be back with baseball. We're going to take a break right now. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% on an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, 
Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Wednesday night baseball from Reese Smith Field here in Murfreesboro. The Blue Raiders and the Golden Eagles from Tennessee Tech. Right-hander Ollie Akins making his second appearance and first middle Tennessee start is on the hill. Yeah, that previous uh, appearance was uh, three innings in relief. And in that ball game, that was against, uh, that was in the first game of our doubleheader with Toledo a couple weeks ago. He threw three innings, gave up two runs on four hits, one walk, four strikeouts. So that uh, translates into a 6.00 ERA. Looking back at that previous performance, he had two pretty good innings, gave up the two runs in in the ninth inning. Yeah, and then we, you know, you just, you always hate to see that because, you know, you have that really good two innings and, oh, wow, somebody else had been in, but that's the way it goes. And uh, still a, a decent outing for the freshman as he will get set to go here in the top of the first inning. Blue Raiders in the outfield, uh, pretty familiar for you. It's Jackson Galloway in left, Luke Vinson in center, Eston Snyder is in right. Then you have the infield of Gabe Jennings, Brett Coker, J.T. Mabry, and D.J. Wright, third to first. And behind the plate in tonight's game is Jared Vitato. Austin Turner bats from the left side, stands in. He is leading off for Tech, and the first pitch is in there for a called strike one. And first pitch is 6.03. Akins delivers, a ball outside, one ball and a strike. Of course, with the time change uh, over the weekend, sun is not yet set. Normally, it would have by this time on a 6 o'clock start. Well, in 49 minutes. (laughs) Not that you're counting. Here's a strike on the outside corner, one and two. Game time temp, 56 degrees. It is definitely sunny and uh, virtually no wind at the moment. One ball, two strikes with Turner here in the top of the first. Check swing, bloop down the line in left, but a foul ball and keeps the count at one and two. And I'm dealing with what you have done uh, on all the games with the sun setting. Uh, now the, the time change is looking down the left side, uh, kind of a strong glare. There you go. One-two pitch, fastball is outside. And with the window closed, I'm getting a really good view of myself. <laughs> and not as so much the what's going on in the field. Uh, two-two 
Count on the leadoff batter, a swing and a miss and a ball in the dirt. Vitito gets to it, fires a strike to D.J. Wright, and one out. Akins gets a strikeout. That ball was in the dirt, and that can give Vitito a lot of credit. It was almost a strikeout reaching a wild pitch, but he blocked it enough and got to it, and it took a nice roll into the first base side, so he had a good alley to throw to right at first base without a base runner being in the way. Swing and a foul off the bat of Hayden Gilliland. Gilliland is the catcher for Tennessee Tech. Hitting 283, four home runs, 10 runs batted in. You're talking about that uh, third strike uh, ball in the dirt like that. That's usually an indication that uh, there's a slider at work, especially if you're getting the swing and miss. Pitch got away there, and it sailed onto the backstop, so a ball and a strike. Not nearly as wild as some of the things we saw on Sunday. <laughs> no. A 1-1 pitch, hard ground ball. D.J. Wright, a nice backhanded play, goes to Aikens covering. Good job by the young pitcher to get over there as D.J. Wright ranged far to his right to make the play on the ground out. So two down. And here's Theo Bryant. Theo Bryant to the fourth. I think that's awesome to carry a name through four generations. And he stands in from the right side, takes a strike. Theo is hitting 308. That's from the right side, has a couple of home runs. He's driven in 12 runs. One strike pitch to him. Hit high in the air to deep right center field, but it's going to stay in the yard and get caught out towards the scoreboard by Eston Snyder. So a 1-2-3, top of the first inning for Tennessee Tech, middle of the first, and it's Tech nothing and the Blue Raiders coming to bat. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Holly Akins, a 1-2-3, top of the first, and the Blue Raiders get set to face Matt Jalorm, right-hander pitching for Tennessee Tech. Matt Jalorm will be making his fifth appearance, his second start. He's thrown five and two-thirds innings. He's given up five runs, all earned on six hits, Six walks, six strikeouts. There's some symmetry for you. There was. If just an extra third of an inning, we'd throw an extra six in there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he has got a 7.94 ERA with no record. 
He's also thrown a couple wild pitches. He's hit a couple of people. Well, we've seen that happen a few times in games recently, haven't we? Well, they're, uh, they're, uh, you look at their uh, their staff stat on hit pitch, hit pitch, uh, hit batters. They've hit 27. <laughs> That'll keep you on your toes. Oh, 27 in 15 games. Yeah, Jalorms from Bradenton, Florida. So the right-hander ready to go, and his first pitch. To J.T. Mabry, that's a strike call. J.T. still pounding the baseball. Comes into this game with a 429 batting average. Takes down low, and it evens at 1-1. One one. J.T. Mabry, Luke Vincent, and Brett Coker for the Blue Raiders in the bottom of the first. 1-1 one, one pitch tapped out in front of the plate. Jalorm gets to it. He's going to have to hurry, does, and gets JT by a step at first base. Didn't make very much contact. It, it almost fell. It sounded like a foul ball, but it stayed fair. and uh, It got that one. Looked like maybe off the end of the bat. Yeah. Jalorm looked like he almost bobbled it for an instant, but he recovered did. quickly yep. and then uh, fired the strike. Slow rolling for Hopper. Back to the pitcher. Luke Vinson is the batter. Luke at 294. This is his 11th start, 13th game overall. First pitch to him is outside. Next one is outsider. Two balls and no strikes. Benson hits from the left side as he bats with one out in the bottom of the middle first. That pitch didn't miss by much, but it did in ball three. Three balls, no strikes. So he'll be taken here. Brett Coker waiting in the on-deck circle. Just underway here with Tennessee Tech for the Blue Raiders. And ball four is up and in. So a one-out walk and a base runner for Brett Coker. That was probably the worst pitch of the at-bat, that ball four. Came up and in. Brett Coker, 322. Couple of home runs, 11 runs batted in. Now let's see if the Raiders want to run. Vincent a threat, gets a throw, and back at first base. Blue Raiders shortstop hitting with one on, one out in the bottom of the first. Another throw to first. A little bit closer. He still hasn't thrown a, a pitch to Coker, has he? No, he hasn't. Benson gets a lead at first. Here's a pitch to Coker. Change up and had him out in front. Strike one on a swing and a miss. Luke has stolen two bases in two tries. Got really good speed. Good lead at first base and gets another throw. Tennessee Tech with Preston Ford in left, Austin Turner in center, and Theo Bryant in right field. They are straight away for Coker, deep and left. Swing and a miss. Took something off that pitch as well, and strike two with Brett. They have Peyton Mills 
Nick Spardoni, Eddie Garza, and John Dyer on the infield third to first. And the catcher is Hayden Gilliland. Two strikes in the pitch. That's a little outside. And ball one in strike two. John mentioned earlier, 56 degrees at game time. Not much of a breeze at all. Sun setting off down the left field. Well, foul territory down the left field line. Well, it's kind of nice not having that wind blowing. I'm uh, sure for the fans and the stands and the players especially. So. We, we have the comfort of the press box. Yeah. One and two with Brett Coker. Ball hit high in the air, behind third, a foul ball, and beyond the reach Better of the play. third baseman, Mills. So I don't know why when, when you were giving their lineups and you said Peyton, when you said Mills, I was thinking, no, it's Manning, and yeah. realized, no, I'm, I'm only about 30 years or 20 yeah. years out of date and the wrong team and the wrong That's sport. Right. One and two with Brad. Here's the pitch way up high. Quick throw to first from the catcher. Well, and hustling back and diving that, in safely, Luke Vincent. That uh, will tell you something. They don't mind throwing behind the runner. Yeah, you got a good secondary lead on a pitch like that, and sometimes you get nailed. Coker hits a high bouncer over third, and it's going to go into left field for a base hit. So Brett Coker has a base hit, and the Blue Raiders have runners at first and second with one out, and that'll bring up Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah hitting 12 in a row. Now he is not hitting the last three. We'll get him going here tonight. I think it's time. Even with that, uh, a tough series over the weekend with Evansville at the plate, he's hitting 346. Tied for the club lead in home runs with four and leads with RBIs at 13. And this is an RBI situation. Takes and a ball on the first one from Jalorm. A walk and a single after a, a ground out and two on with one out here in the Blue Raider bottom of the first. 1-0 pitch to Boyd. The runners are going. The throw to third and out at third base. So a runner caught stealing. And a runner at second base, Coker. But two outs now for Boyd. A ball and a strike with Jeremiah. Evansville with their catcher Brendan Horde showed a good arm and so too has Hayden Gilliland on a strike to his third baseman Mills. Boyd lifts a high pop fly on the infield, the shortstop calling for the ball and makes the catch to retire the side. So for middle here in the bottom of the first, no runs a hit, and one left on base, no score at the end of an inning. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. 
That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. <sighs> Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. No score after an inning of play, and Peyton Mills steps in for Tennessee Tech here in the top of the second inning. Mills, Dyer, and Bonsgard against the Blue Raider right-hander, Ollie Akins. His first pitch in for a called strike. Akins had a nice first inning. He had a strikeout in getting the side in order. Delivers another, and that's a called strike. His two-strike delivery, nice change-up, and he got him on strikes, a swing and a miss. Ollie's second strikeout. That pitch came in at 76 miles an hour. The previous pitch was at 68. That's hard to do and throw strikes. And it is. You have that kind of, and that's some good movement on the yeah. baseball. It really is. And you get the hitter off on his timing. The yeah. first pitch was a fastball. So you get him looking one way, and then you come back the other. He's in with a strike to Dyer. Dyer, the first baseman for Tech. Pitch on the way to him. Hit into left center field. That's a base hit. Vincent cuts it off, throws it in in a hurry. They got a chance at second and out at second base. That was nicely done. Eight. Six four on that out at second base. That play was uh, made by Luke Benson hitting the cutoff man perfectly and a, a good throw. I like it. We saw a few plays uh, defensively. I'm thinking particularly for both teams in that last Friday, last game Friday night in, in Evansville, the two nothing win. Strike on a curveball. Well, Pitch came. inside, just <laughs> about got Bonsgard. Yeah, that was the curveball again, and uh, it was, uh, it didn't break quite as much as the pitch before. Two outs, base is empty. A 1-1 pitch is low. So you had Vincent doing a really good job just of cutting the ball off and then getting, because of that, having a chance. Fires a perfect strike to Coker who turns around and nails one to Mabry and they get him as a result at second base. So I tell you it's it, isn't it great though to know that whether you got Luke Vinson or Eston Snyder in center field 
you got a really good center field. Yes, you do. Defensively. Both of them can go get it, and both of them have the good solid arms as well. 2-2 pitch, base hit into left field. Ponsgaard stayed back on a pitch as Akins had take something off of it and hits the line drive into left. So a couple of hits, but because of the play at second, only one man on and two outs. And the inning will continue for the left fielder for the Golden Eagles, Preston Ford. Ford is from Millington, went to a Southwest Tennessee Community College before coming to Tennessee Tech. Throw to first, and Bonsgard gets back. So runner at first, and two outs here in the top of the second. Aiken set with a pitch. And it's hit in the air to right field. Backing up is Eston Snyder. About a step away from the track. Straightaway righty hauls it in to retire the side. For Tech here in the top of the second. No runs on two hits. No errors and one left on base. And in the middle of the second inning, there's still no score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the second inning, and DJ Wright will start things for the Blue Raiders. He'll be followed by Jackson Galloway and Jared Vitato. Blue Raiders had a couple of runners in the first, but a runner caught stealing. And then for Tech in the top of this second, a runner thrown out on the bases trying to get a double out of what ended up being a single. And so no score through an inning and a half. DJ Wright, the batter, and he steps in at 298. DJ tied with Jeremiah Boyd for home runs on the team with four and tied with Gabe Jennings for second in RBIs. He and Gabe have 12, and Boyd leads with 13. First pitch a strike, the next one a strike as well. It's 0-2. Right bats from the right side. A two-strike pitch to the Blue Raider first baseman, and strike three called. He thought that was low. 
watched it in. Yeah. And the first two pitches strikes on the outside corner and, and that gets your eyes looking in that direction and when you come get to the inside corner fastball. That can prove to be an issue. Here's Jackson Galloway. He drills one into left for a base hit. Jumped on the first pitch and has the Blue Raiders' second hit, a one-out single for Well, after that Jackson. terrible start with the, the season, Galloway has really had a fire lit under him for about the last week. Yes, he has. And, and well, he went into uh, last week with a, a sub-200 batting average. And so when you've, you're this far into the season and that you find yourself at 244, you know you've been getting some hits, and he has. He's been getting making solid contact. Not hitting into so many hard outs. <laughs> They're falling for him, in other words. Yeah. They, uh, before he started getting them to fall, he was uh, he was hitting the ball hard just right at people, it seemed. A strike to Jared Vitato. Galloway at first with one out. Gets a good lead, a swing, and a miss on a pitch in the dirt. And Galloway picked that one up quickly and hops on to second base on the wild pitch. So that gets the runner to second with one out and Jared at the plate, two strikes as the count. Jared hitting 238, seven runs batted in, couple of doubles. That one's up high, ball one and strike two. Vitito has had one situation uh, with a runner on second and less than two outs, and he delivered with a hit in that situation. Swing and a miss here, and strike three. So a couple of strikeouts in the inning, two now for Jalorm. And with two outs, the inning will continue for Gabe Jennings. Gabe with three home runs and 12 runs batted in. I think all three of his homers, at least two of them I know have been three-run homers. I think the other ones, it, it, maybe three or at least with a, a one person on. Takes outside, ball one. Jennings stands in with a 1-0 count and it's up high. And two balls and no strikes. Galloway at second base with two down here in a scoreless game in the second inning. Jennings rolls it off the bat up the first baseline. That'll be fielded by the first baseman Dyer and will take care of middle here in the bottom of the second. No runs on a hit and one left after two. Tech and... The Blue Raiders are scoreless here at Reese Smith Field. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Top of the third and a nothing-nothing baseball game. No runs, two hits for both teams. And Tennessee Tech will bat with Eddie Garza, Nick Spardoni, and Austin Turner, 8-9-1 in their batting order against the right-hander, Ollie Akins. Garza's the second baseman for Tennessee Tech. from Texas they, they have we were looking at their players roster they're from uh, a lot of different states including oh. Maryland Washington California yeah. North Carolina Iowa well Matt Bronk has always Texas, been a pretty good recruiter even Minnesota of course that just shows good sense if you want to play baseball uh. <laughs> and in the we were talking about that last weekend just uh, the upper Midwest Big Ten and uh Northeastern schools, the challenges of trying to play this oh, time no. of year. I mean, we have enough anyway, and we have, relatively speaking, decent weather. Here's a high fly ball, shallow right, coming over and going into foul territory to make the catch is Eston Snyder. You know, I know that we've, we've been hearing we're below average temperatures right now for the year and everything else. But Except that day we had 78 degrees. Yeah, on that one we didn't. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just thinking, uh, you know, growing up in Illinois, we didn't have average temperatures in the 50s until... Uh, July? Well, no, it was a little <laughs> earlier than that. Actually, uh, July and August in, in, in Illinois would... Uh, rank right with what we, we have here in Tennessee <laughs> as far as heat and humidity. A strike one count on this hitter, Spardoni. He's the shortstop and making his 10th appearance and 7th start. That's from the right side. 1-1 pitch, fouled to the third base dugout. Need to stay loose when balls come over there that hard. Oh, yeah. Leadoff batter retired on a fly ball here in the top of the third. Next one in the dirt. And two and two. As we mentioned, the Blue Raiders will be at Tech next Tuesday night for the return game of this home and home. Bouncier foul into the dugout again. A couple of pitchers down in the Blue Raider bullpen playing toss. Doesn't look like either one of them is interested in warming up to be in a ball game. I guess you want to play toss on a day like this just to stay warm. Here's a fastball in the inside corner and a called strike three. In the first two innings, Akins was not throwing that hard, but now he's coming back uh, 
thrown his fastball, 86, 87. And after some of that slow stuff that he was throwing, uh, it's got to look like a jillion miles an hour. His first pitch to Austin Turner. Turner out on strikes in the first inning. Outside for a ball. Two outs and the base is empty in the Tennessee Tech third inning. A strike called evens the count at one and one. Throwing a lot of strikes, isn't he? Yes, he is. One one pitch drilled into center field, but coming over and in with a beat on it and making the catch is Luke Vincent. Vincent had him well played, got a good jump on that hard line drive, and as a result, Tech goes one, two, three here in the top of the third. Blue Raiders and the Golden Eagles scoreless through two and a half, and this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. No score here in the bottom of the third. The Blue Raiders coming to the plate against Matt Jalorn, the Tennessee Tech right-hander. He has blanked him on two hits through two innings, has a couple of strikeouts. He'll face Eston Snyder, J.T. Mabry, and Luke Vincent in this inning. Raiders have Justin Lee throwing in their bullpen. I don't know whether it's uh, to come in immediately or just to be ready. You know, you you got a kid making his first start. His uh, last uh, only timeout, he only went three. How stretched out is he? Swing and a miss by Snyder on a 1-0 pitch, 1-1. One and, one. and, of course, that's that's the balancing act that head coaches and pitching coaches have to, to do, particularly – when you get into the midweek games and early or at least in the early part of the season, a bouncer foul past third and strike two with Snyder. Eston with a couple of home runs on the year. He's driven in eight runs. Right fielder stands in, a ball and two strikes. Just missed getting being nipped by one, two and two. He didn't make a really concerted effort to move though did he no <laughs> as a matter of fact 2-2 two, two pitch to him hard smash that's fair third down into the left field corner it's going to be an easy double for Snyder 
He'll stop after making a good turn at second base, and that's the way things start for the Blue Raiders here in the bottom of this third inning. So third inning in a row, the Blue Raiders have had a runner in the scoring position, and in the last two innings had a runner at second with one out, and now a runner at second base with no outs to start the third. Well, if I were going to want to have somebody in this position, I think J.T. Mabry would be my choice. Just three for three with uh, runners at second base in uh, less than two outs. So He is uh, off to a really nice start. Isn't it? 421 as he stands in here, making very good, consistent contact. First pitch to him. He looks at his strike, 0-1. J.T. out on a comebacker. Actually, well, even fielded come- by the pickers. Yeah. It would have been a really good sacrifice bunt in terms of where it <laughs> went. That's about right. Tipped one a little bit off the end of the bat. I, don't th- I think that was an excuse-me swing. Here's a strike one pitch. Hit hard to short. Nice play by Snyder to go to third as he got a great break on the ball. He could tell it wasn't... That hardly hit, but uh, had took a big bounce. And so Mabry is out 6-3, but Snyder gets to third, and he's there with one out, and it brings up Luke Vincent. So that means it's a productive out, and uh, now all Luke needs to do is uh, put the ball in play. The infield at the corners in, uh, and the middle infielder's back. Vincent a walk in the first inning, swing and a miss on a breaking ball, strike one. Luke was on the front end of an attempted double steal in that first, but was out at third. First time he'd been caught in three tries this year. Ball drifts away, and one and one. No score, bottom of the third. Tennessee Tech in, what was that, deep lavender? What would you call there? It's not exactly purple, okay. Purple uniforms, gold trim, white pants. The Blue Raiders wearing their white uniforms. A pitch is inside for a ball. Heston Snyder at third. He's there with one out. Vincent Bunts, foul. Comes back to the backstop. And strike two. That ball was up. That's a hard ball to bunt. Yes, yeah, it is. And usually... Well, that was one of the normal results. Yeah. A 2-2 pitch off the outside corner. Ball three and strike two. Eston's double was his third of the year. Make that his fourth. Swing and a foul. Vincent just hitting that one off the end of the bat, and Luke gets to stay at the plate. Club leader in two base hits is J.T. Mabry with five. So Schneider with the four now at second on that for the club. 3-2 with the Blue Raiders center fielder. Swing and a miss. Big strikeout for Jalorm. Yeah. And two outs in the inning. Now it takes a hit or a wild pitch. And you've got Brett Coker coming to the plate. Brett, a single in the first inning. 
Well, he's a pretty good RBI man. Yes, he is. Runner at third and two outs. Strike called in the outside corner. Coker waiting for a pitch and rolls it just foul up along the third baseline. And so two strikes on the Blue Raiders shortstop. Snyder an inning opening double. Went to third on a ground out. At sec third base now with two outs. Two strikes to Brett Coker in the dirt. Blocked nicely by the catcher Gilliland. Save the wild pitch and a run. If Coker can reach here with two outs, it'll keep the inning going for designated hitter Jeremiah Boyd. One ball and two strikes, a swing oh. and a miss. Good breaking pitch, and Jalorm has four strikeouts in the last two innings. No runs on a hit, and a runner left in the bottom of the third. So after three innings of play here this evening at Reese Smith Field, it's the Blue Raiders nothing and the Golden Eagles nothing. And this is MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Well, John, you noted that Justin Lee was warming up, and we were wondering about whether he'd be coming in, and he is, and replaces Ollie Akins, who had a very, very nice three innings. Oh, yeah. It uh, goes three innings, no runs on two hits, no walks, three strikeouts. That no walks, uh, that's something that they're going to like. Yes, yeah. I mean, it... Uh, you, uh, you help yourself out when you don't put anybody on for free. Justin Lee making his fifth appearance, all but one of them in relief. He's thrown 10 and two-thirds innings, given up 11 runs, six of them earned on 15 hits, one walk, seven strikeouts. He's got a 5.06 ERA and one save. Justin from Mount Juliet and uh, on the other side of the ledger. John Dyer, the first baseman for Tennessee Tech is also from Mount Juliet, except Dyer is a senior and Justin is the freshman. So you figure they probably cross paths on the baseball fields a couple of times over the years. 
So Justin Lee on for Akins, and we're in the fourth inning. No runs, two hits for Tech, and no runs, three hits for the Blue Raiders. Lee with his first pitch, fastball low, and ball one. He's facing Hayden Gilliland. Gilliland to ground out to first in the first inning. He's the catcher for this Tennessee Tech team. Stands in from the left side. 1-0 pitch, bounce to second. Mabry backs up a little bit on the outfield grass, throws him out at first base. Leadoff batter retired in the fourth, and it brings up Theo Bryant, the right fielder. Bryant sent a fly ball to Eston Snyder in right in the first inning. Jalen Wirtz up in the Blue Raider bullpen. expect we're going to see uh, a lot of pitchers tonight. I think we will, yes, yes. Bryant is swinging a foul at the plate and strike one. Raiders need to get the bullpen straight going into this weekend. One of the things that uh, you're trying to find out in this midweek, talking about getting your bullpen straight. Here's a ground ball to short, and Coker throws him out at first. You know, when you go into uh, the conference play, you have to start making some uh, some roster decisions. And... Uh, you can pitch yourself on or off that weekend roster here in these midweek games. Yeah, and this is, uh, as you mentioned, you're, it's the last of your what I would call warm-up right? type midweek games. And now you get into um, the ones that you find out who might be coming in in special situations uh, right. the rest of the way or who can step in to That's fill in right. for somebody. You're absolutely right. Strike one with Peyton Mills. He bounces it foul at third base. So a ground ball to second and a ground ball to short have retired the first two Tech hitters here in the top of the fourth with the right-hander Justin Lee in his initial inning of work. No score through the first three. Two strikes here and it hitting. Well, that's not what you want to do in that situation. You got you got him set up and two strikes, and you hit somebody. Yeah. Especially uh, with uh, two outs, you know, you had a chance to get your team back in the dugout. That's one of those, and and you know we we see this with uh, younger younger pitchers. Sometimes pitches get away a little more than they would have liked. And here's John Dyer, the first baseman, as we mentioned. He also from Mount Juliet. Dyer a swing and a miss. Dyer a home run and three runs batted in. That's from the right side. Mills at first base. Has a good lead there. Justin Lee delivers outside for a ball, one and one. Of course, the lights uh, with the six o'clock start, even though actually we didn't need them at six, but with the <laughs> shadow of the stadium, you know, they were on at the yep. start of the game and uh, making their presence uh, noticed here now as the sun has gone down. A fastball inside for a ball, one and, or make that two and one. 
No score, and we're in the top of the fourth inning. First two hitters retired. Mills hit by a pitch. 2-1 with this hitter, and the pitch to Dwyer, to Dyer is mm. a ball. Ball three and strike one. Outfield straight away for this hitter. Pitch on the way, a 3-1, and that's mm. ball four. Well, so a hit by pitch is followed by a walk. Two on with two outs. And it brings up Toy, Troy, Troy Bonsgard. He singled in the second inning. So now instead of having his team in the dugout hitting, you're having to worry about a two-out, two-on situation. And you're having trouble throwing strikes. Justin Reddy and that pitch was a ball, 1-0. Lee checks the runner at second, the pitch on the way, that is also a ball. It's Time good. is called, and Coach Jerry Myers is on his way quickly to the mound. And I think uh, he didn't. He gave a signal to the umpire, just questioning with something, I guess. But he's going out to talk to his right-hander. A couple of quick outs in the inning, ground outs to second and short. Two strikes on the next hitter. And... He hasn't thrown a strike since then, as he's missed with seven in a row, including hitting a batter. So well, very quick mound visit. Whatever he had to say, he got it said in a hurry, and uh, you know we uh, we saw we saw a mound visit like that uh, on Friday night last week. Uh, Jaden Ham all of a sudden was having some issues with the control. Jerry Myers went out there and. He was lights out from then on. Yes, he was. He done what? Six in a row out of the strike zone. Yeah. 2 0 with this batter. That's in the dirt for ball three and no strikes. And that six run inning in the opening game victory way back against VCU when the Blue Raiders took a 14 2 lead into the ninth. Lee was the victim of those runs but an error made five of them unearned. So There's a strike. Uh, that breaks the string of eight in a row, which is good. Justin has a good live fastball. Three and one with this batter. Three one pitch, fouled along the third base side towards the end of the Tennessee Tech dugout and three and two. So the runners will be going on a three two pitch with two outs. Hit by pitch and a walk after the first two retired. Full count with Bonsgard. He's a 280 hitter. Three two and the pitch. Fouled at third and hops over the dugout this time. So still three and two. Got 
No score. We're in the top of the fourth inning. Tennessee Tech with a two-out threat, two on. Runners at first and second. Full count with the runners going and a swing and a miss. Nice job by Lee to bounce back and get that strikeout, particularly when you think that he was 3-0 on that hitter. So it's no runs or hits and two left for Tech here in the fourth. And as a result, it's still nothing-nothing after three and a half. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, still no score. Both teams have had a couple of opportunities. In fact, the Blue Raiders have had a runner at second with less than two outs in all three at-bats. Looking for something to get going to push one across here. Well, Bottom we, of the fourth, Jeremiah Boyd. We need a hit. This is the Wendy's hit inning. Hit inning. Blue Raider gets a hit in this inning. Uh, Everybody gets a free Dave's Single Cheeseburger. Dave's Single Cheese, yes. At Wendy's. Jeremiah Boyd takes ball, too, low and outside. Nice bounce back by Justin Lee. He had two quick outs, missed with seven straight pitches, hit a batter after having him two strikes, walks the next one on four pitches, goes 3-0. and On the next hitter, gets a strikeout. And, you know, you think about, man, little, little things. <laughs> well, I can do this. I mean, confidence is a big yeah. part of, of success in, in uh, whatever, lots of things. Whatever Jerry Myers had to say to him, uh, I would say was effective. 3-0 with Boyd, and that's not close. Ball four. So Jeremiah gets a walk. That's the second walk that's been issued by Delorme. That won't get us the, the cheeseburger, though. Now, DJ will get us the cheeseburger. <laughs> I hope so. I was wondering what maybe to eat after the game, and my wife says, well, maybe you'll get a hit in the fourth inning, and you can just stop by Wendy's. There you go. Sounds like a plan to me. DJ takes, and a pitch is up high for ball one. Delorme has walked two, but he's also struck out six, four in the game through three innings and one batter here in the fourth. Boyd a short lead at first, but draws a throw anyway. Tennessee Tech has a right-hander up and uh, throwing in their bullpen. And time is called as we're going to have a coaching visit to the mound. 
That's uh, number 20, Andrew Gardino, throwing in the uh, tech bullpen. So Jalorm has missed with his first five pitches here in this inning. He has been effective in tough situations. He had runners at first and second, one out in the first, second with one out in the second, second with no outs in the third, and well, this, has pitched out of trouble. This conference is long enough that it has drawn home plate umpire Phil Kundle to the mound. So I think they were probably discussing what to get for a bridal shower, don't you think? <laughs> Candlesticks are Candlesticks, always good, right? They are. <laughs> and now I'd like to see DJ Wright hit one that usually travels that far and fast with a flight attendant. Swing <laughs> and a miss by DJ. He had the cut, a ball and a strike. Do younger folks understand those illusions? Do they know that uh, what we're talking about? Only the best baseball movie ever made. Bull Durham, uh, it, it's, it's had legs as far as standing up through the years. Swing and a miss by DJ and strike two. You know, I guess somebody that uh, is not of the age looks at Matt, Max Patkin and says, you know, it, was he real? <laughs> Darn right he was real. I saw Max Patkin. So did you. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Every year. Several right. several times, usually. And Wright takes a 1-2 pitch low for a ball and 2-2 two and two with DJ. Yeah, Matt Max was uh, the clown prince of baseball. And he was uh, very popular long before the chicken ever made an appearance. 2-2 two, two to D.J. Drilled to center field for a base hit. Boyd will move on to second. D.J. nailed that pitch. And that will get you the uh, Wendy's Dave's single cheeseburger. And we'll get you the code and uh, and the uh, what you need to uh, use to get the uh, coupon to get that single cheese at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna Wendy's, Wendy's location. So two on with nobody out, a walk and a single, and here's Jackson Galloway. Jackson had a base hit in the second inning. Stands in and takes outside for a ball. Nothing, nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Outfield straight away for Galloway. Looking for his first home run of the year, and that's going to be it for Matt Jalorm as we've got another visit to the mound. So he will go three-plus innings. Four hits, a couple of walks, and four strikeouts with the count 1-0. Anything Galloway does will belong to the new pitcher for Tennessee Tech. So Tech making a pitching change here in the top of the fourth, and we will come back and tell you about the new pitcher right after this. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher for Tennessee Tech. That would be number 20, Andrew Gardino. He is making his sixth appearance on relief. He's thrown 11 innings, given up nine runs, eight of them earned on 12 hits, seven walks, 10 strikeouts. He's got a 6.95 ERA, a 1-0 record. Uh, here's a number I like. He's given up a couple of home runs amongst those 12 hits. A couple of doubles, a couple of home runs. And he's replacing Matt Jalorm. And right now, Jalorm, three-plus innings, no runs, four hits, two walks, four strikeouts, two runners on base that are his responsibility. And the important thing, too, is uh, the Wendy's number. The text 83200. Yeah, and the word text single, S I N G L E. Yep. I think it'd be really cool if it, you know if you actually texted the kind of hit it was, but but it, you're getting a single cheeseburger, and that's the point. That's it, and uh, you can thank DJ Wright for this one. So Jackson Galloway, who was at the plate, saw a pitch come inside for ball one before the pitching change. Will get back in. Jeremiah Boyd walked to start the inning. D.J. Wright has singled to center field. And so Galloway gets an opportunity here in the bottom of the fourth. Got an RBI situation. Got a couple of runners on, one at second base with nobody out. You need to score a run here. Jackson takes and gets a strike on the outside corner. Now we've left runners in scoring position uh, a couple of times in this ballgame. You can't afford to do that. Cardino, a right-hander, delivers strike two in the outside corner, one and two. Cardino is a junior from Santa Barbara, California. He's ready with a one-two pitch. Checks the runner at second, delivers a swing Uh and a miss for strike three. Got him on a slider down and away. So he gets a strike out of the first batter he faces. Five on the evening for Tennessee Tech pitching. And the batter is Jared Vitito. Jared out on strikes in the second. And bats for the second time in this game. Jared hitting 237. Stands in from the left side. And takes a strike at the knees. Jared is the team leader in triples. 
That's right. He has two, doesn't he? He has two. Wow. It's a hard smash, base hit into right field. Boyd is going to have to be held at third as it was charged well by the right fielder, Bryant, and he got it back in. And so it will load the bases with two out, or with one out, rather, and bring up Gabe Jennings. Five Blue Raider base hits. Jared Vito with one here. Of course, thing I like about Jared is he can play right field and he can also catch. I tell you, there is a, a great deal to be said for that kind of, uh, what is the right word? Versatility. Versatility, yes. Yeah. Pitch outside to Jennings and the ball. Gabe is grounded to first, his only time up. That was in the second inning. So it's Boyd, Wright, and Vitato for the Blue Raiders. Here in this inning, bases loaded, one out. Base hit to center field. That's going to score Boyd. They're going to wave right around, and the throw comes to the plate. Not in time. It is cut off, and Gabe Jennings has driven in two with the base hit to give the Blue Raiders a 2 to nothing lead here in the bottom of the fourth. For Gabe, RBIs 13 and 14, and guess who's your new team leader? He uh, is standing on first. He picks his spots, doesn't he? Because he, uh, on the average side, there's not much there, but he takes advantage of those hits that he gets. Sure does. Likes to hit with runners in scoring position. Here's Eston Snyder. Eston a double leading off the third inning. Left on third base in that inning. So an opportunity here. First pitch, a strike to him. Pickoff play at second and sliding back in safely is Vitato. So after a strikeout, couple of big hits and two runs across for the Blue Raiders. Swing and a miss and strike two. Had him way out in front. That was a 73 mile an hour pitch after upper 80s fastballs. Two strikes to Eston. Drilled foul along the right side. Down in, actually into the Blue Raider bullpen. That was drilled a long way foul. Still two strikes as he gets back in. Two strike delivery pops him up. On the infield, infield fly is called, so he's already out even before the ball is caught by the shortstop, Spardono. So two outs now, runners at first and second base, and that'll keep things going for JT Mabry. The two runs that have scored are charged to the starter, Jalorme, and so closes the book on him. with two runs and three plus innings. JT, the batter, takes a called strike. JT, a couple of ground outs in his first two times up here in this game. Two on, two outs, pitch, woo, up <laughs> and in. He had to 
bend it down low to have that one sail on over. Caught by the catcher, though, to prevent a wild pitch, and one and one with JT. Jalorm only walked two, but one of them was that uh, leadoff walk here in this inning. How often does that leadoff walk come back to, to get you? Pitch in the dirt, blocked by the catcher, Gilliland. Two-run single by Gabe Jennings. Plates Jeremiah Boyd and D.J. Wright in this inning for the Blue Raiders. 2-1 pitch outside. Ball three and strike one. You've got Jared Vitito at second base. He had a base hit. And then Jennings at first. Gillen, the catcher, keeps trying to pull that outside pitch back to the plate. But, you know, most of them I've seen so far have been so far outside that doesn't have an influence. This pitch comes up and in to J.T. Mabry, and he lays off of it. Well, he did a nice job of keeping it from hitting him on the chin, actually. So it's a walk that'll load the bases again and to keep the inning going for Luke Vinson. Luke a walk and a strikeout in two trips to the plate. Participated in a play that ended up with a runner being out at second base back in the second inning. Takes an outside, ball one. Two runs home in this bottom of the fourth inning. Bases loaded with two outs. There's a strike and one and one. Luke is hitting 286 as he stands in here. A 1-1 pitch, that's down low, and ball two at strike one. Vincent can get on base. You've got Brett Coker waiting on deck. Have a pitcher in the uh, Tennessee Tech bullpen working quickly to get ready. 2-1 pitch, down and in, ball three and strike one. Two-run single from Gabe Jennings. He's the runner at second base now. After the walk to J.T. Mabry, Jared Vitato's over at third. Vincent can sit on one here. It's three balls and a strike. And he shows bunt and takes inside for ball four. So a pair of two-out walks. And this one forces in a run. Vincent picks up a run batted in. And for Luke, that is RBI number seven. Mabry moves on to second as Jennings heads to third. Jared Vitato has crossed the plate with the third run of the inning. Brett Coker now the ninth hitter of the inning. And uh, the catcher, Gillen, goes out to talk with his pitcher. I'm wondering how much of that is uh, sending him out to try and buy some time. Now whether Coker gets pitched to by Cardino or not, I think it is to buy some time. They've got uh, Parker McCauley, a right-hander, throwing in their bullpen, and he is getting ready in a hurry. But he's not ready yet. Be a nice time for Brett's first home run since opening night when he had two. That would open things up, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. 3 nothing. 
in this fourth inning. Coker, a swing and a miss. He had a cut. <laughs> that was his home run swing. It wasn't sure it? <laughs> was. Nice job by Gardino. He took something off that pitch, and Brett was out in front of it. So strike one, the count with the Blue Raiders shortstop, swing and a miss. And takes a little more off that one to go set the count up at two strikes. Brett a single in two at-bats. Bases loaded and two outs. Ball hit sharply to short. They have a play at second, get the force there to retire the side. So a 6-4 fielder's choice. And that ends things in the bottom of the fourth, but it's a good one for the Blue Raiders. They have three runs across on three base hits. They leave three. And after four innings of play, it's the Blue Raiders three and Tennessee Tech nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Four innings have come and gone. Three-nothing Blue Raiders, a three-run bottom of the fourth. And so we move to inning number five. Justin Lee, who came on for the Blue Raiders in the fourth inning after three shutout two-hit innings from Ollie Akins. Nice job by the freshman. And Lee, another one, follows him. Ball popped foul and out of play on Lee's first pitch here in the top of the fifth inning. It's Preston Ford, Eddie Garza, and Nick Spardoni. That was a pretty good uh, breaking ball that Justin Lee just served up. Yeah, Lee came on in the fourth, got a couple of outs, hit by pitch and a walk, but then he got a strikeout after being 3-0 and on that hitter. Big out for him, up and in with the ball on that fastball, and it's one and one. Ford has batted once, has hit a fly ball to Snyder in right field. Stands in, hitting 364, and lifts this one high and foul, and it's going to get out of play. Jared Vitato giving it a look, but it's back into the stands. Ford with one home run and four runs batted in. Has played in now 13 games. This is his ninth start. Bats from the right side. Leads off for the Golden Eagles in the top of the fifth inning. A 1-2 pitch fouled away to the right side. And so still the ball and two strikes. 
Looking ahead to the weekend, Western Kentucky is in. Yep, got the Hilltoppers. Conference USA play getting underway. We actually played the Hilltoppers six times this season. A one-two pitch. Oh, did he yeah. check his swing? Oh. Yes, he did on appeal. I don't think many people agreed with that call, except maybe some Tennessee Tech fans over there, if there are some. And so it evens the count at two and two. Lee with a fastball swing and a foul at the plate. The uh, John mentioned playing Western twice with the number of team, 10 teams playing baseball, I think, in Conference USA this year uh, to get the full schedule in the way they would like. Each team pairs up with somebody and plays a home and home. Ball bounced up the middle. That is in the center field for a base hit. Three hits for Tech now. And Eddie Garza, the second baseman, is the batter. Some of those pairings actually make sense. Like almost, yeah. And ours makes sense. Uh, I have a feeling that uh, FIU and FAU play each other twice. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. I suspect it's Rice. Uh, who do they get to play twice? Uh, Dallas Baptist? Or, yeah, or Atza. Except... Uh, Texas-San Antonio probably has to go to El Paso. Oh, oh, yeah. That's not close. It's not close to any place, is it? Except Mexico. One strike with this hitter. Runner at first and nobody out here in the top of the fifth inning. Ball hit in the air into shallow right field. Mabry out. Snyder coming in. It's going to be Snyder who makes the catch. And out number one. That was a good bit of communication between JT and Eston. Yeah. JT could have gone out a little deeper to catch the ball, but it's a much easier play if your outfielder can get in. And so, it, and he's, he pulled up way before yeah, it, sure it even did. became a hold your breath to see if they bump. No, it, it uh, wasn't. That was never an issue. Nice little piece of basic baseball that uh, can make a difference. How about a ground ball here from Spardoni? That would be good. Spardoni 0 for 1 in this game. We haven't turned to double play yet. No, and you make that comment because we have pretty regularly the last few games. Of course, no opportunities to this point. The runner's going, and the foul ball is by the first base dugout and is going to get out of play. Back past the dugout. The runner going will go back to first. Actually, he's already gone back to first because as soon as it went up in the air, he made a 180-degree turn. <clears throat> so a ball and a strike on deck is the center fielder, Austin Turner. He'll bat next. 1-1 one, one pitch. That's oh. a good fastball for a strike and one and two. That's right. a hard pitch to take, isn't it? It is.
Pitch is grounded to deep short yeah. and through into left field. And the base hit. So yeah, a single out and a ball. single. Yeah, it wasn't hit at anybody. Yeah, that definitely found the hole. So two on with one out. Top of the order now for Tech. And their center fielder, Austin Turner, will stand in. Last time up, Turner lined to Luke Vinson in center field. He's 0 for 2 in this game. Lee with a pitch. That's a strike at the knees. Some action in the Blue Raider bullpen as Justin Lee is working in his second inning of work. Yeah, that's Jalen Wirtz down in the Raider bullpen. And strike two. Good inside fastball and two strikes with Turner. Ford at second base opened the inning with a single. Spardoni, a two out sing or one out single, is on at first. Two strikes and a swing and a foul. So still strike two. Catches the screen over the third base dugout. Comes back on the field. As we mentioned, Blue Raiders will be at Cookville next Tuesday night to see this Tennessee Tech team again. That also is a 6 o'clock start. A two-strike pitch mm. outside, ball one and strike two. And hopefully Chip Walters will be doing that game next Tuesday. And the reason we say hopefully is because it will mean that the Lady Raiders have won Saturday yeah. and have a Monday night game. One ball, two strikes. A high bouncer at first. D.J. Wright just in foul territory. Well, actually, where, the, where he was is not relevant. The ball was in just in yeah. foul territory. And the umpire did a good job. He was right there on the line, yes. called it immediately. Yes, yeah. He, that's the first base umpires. Randy Hunley here. Phil Kundal is behind the plate. Todd Henderson at third. These gentlemen have been around. Uh, some, some familiar names. So back at the plate and Turner waiting for another one ball, two strike pitch. Swing and a miss for strike three. Lee gets his second strikeout. And so two outs in the inning for Hayden Gilliland, the catcher. He's grounded to first, grounded to second. And that's uh, getting Jerry Myers uh, out of the I suspect we're going to see a new pitcher here under the circumstances. So Coach Myers making a trip to the mound. Infield and catcher joined him. Justin Lee came on in the fourth, has worked here in the fifth. And well, he's going to stay with him. So Gilliland will step in. Left-hand hitting catcher for this Tennessee Tech team. Two on and two outs. Justin with his second strikeout and five in the game for Middle Tennessee pitching. And a fastball off the outside corner, ball one and no strikes. 
Blue Raiders with three runs in the fourth. Three-nothing lead as Tech has a two-out opportunity in the top of the fifth. One-zero pitch. That's a strike. Oh, one and man. one. Nailed the outside corner. Ball zipped in at 89 and evens the count one and one. Lee with a pitch and that's down low. You don't see that many left-handed hitting catchers, do you? I'm, I was trying to think of yeah. some. Uh, Daryl Porter was a left-handed hitting catcher. Two balls and a strike. I guess if I thought about it some more, I could probably come up with some. But uh, He'd be way ahead of me, that's yeah. for sure. Here's a oh, fastball nice. for a strike and strike two. So 2-2 two, two count now with two on and two outs. You want to go ahead and get him here. From the stretch, here comes a 2-2 pitch. So he got him, swing and a miss, and strike three. Nice job by Justin Lee. Couple of hits, but nothing doing for Tech here in the top of the fifth. No runs, two hits, two left. And in the middle of inning number five, Blue Raiders have a 3 nothing lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. New pitcher for Tennessee Tech as we move along to the bottom of the fifth inning. He is Parker McCauley. Parker McCauley making his seventh appearance all in relief. He's thrown six and two-thirds innings, giving up seven runs, all earned on seven hits, seven walks, but not seven strikeouts, eight strikeouts. <laughs> Got a 9.45 ERA, a 1-0 record. Uh, opponents hitting 280, and he has given up one home run. And McCauley, the right-hander from Paducah, he's a sophomore and becomes the third pitcher for Tennessee Tech in tonight's game. Blue Raiders got three runs in the fourth. A two-run single from Gabe Jennings, and then a bases-loaded walk to Luke Vinson to drive in the runs. So the line on Andrew Gardino, an inning, one run, two hits, two walks, and a strikeout. And Jeremiah Boyd, who started that three-run fourth with a walk, will bat first here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jeremiah Boyd, and he bats 
here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Colley, a right-hander in his first pitch, gets the inside corner, strike one. Boyd bats from the right side. Jeremiah at 340, a little better than that. Now there's a line drive base hit as he goes the other way and sends it into right field. All right, that gets his new hitting streak going. Yes, it does. I wouldn't mind seeing him go another 12 in a row or more. Boyd, as you know, can use the whole field. Yeah. And... Uh, Actually goes up there looking to go to right field if uh, the right pitch is there. And he smacked one into right to start the bottom of the fifth. Here's D.J. Wright. D.J. a base hit. The first of the Blue Raiders' three hits in the fourth inning. Jeremiah over there getting the the kind of lead that uh, would make you think he's a base dealer. Well, he's got some decent speed. You know, he, he can motor on the bases pretty well. You know, you think catcher. Well, he's built like a catcher. Admit it. He's solid. Yeah, yeah. Two and zero with DJ Wright. DJ one for two in this game. Swing and a miss. Makes it two and one. Although you know. Yadier Molina had to have been the slowest runner in major leagues for the last 20, 17 years. And he he still could steal bases. He would look for well, that, he, uh, that opportunity. He had, he, he, I'm thinking he could read the signs and know it was going to be a curveball or a slider yeah. in the dirt and go on that. And if you weren't paying attention to him? Right, hits a ground ball to deep short, bobbled, and everybody's going to be safe. Yeah. Nick Spardoni had trouble making the exchange there. That's where the air came. He, uh, he handled the ball with his glove. Yes. But making the exchange from the glove to the, the hand, and uh, that's got to be an E6. Yeah, and then the ball was hit far enough to Spardoni's right that I don't think you had a play for a chance at a double play, but certainly uh, looking to get a force at second. So the air puts runners at first and second base. Nobody out and brings up Jackson Galloway. Galloway shows bunt and takes a strike. Good breaking pitch, got the outside corner. Jackson one for two, single in the second inning. Tech has Dyer, the first baseman, playing in front of the runner. Over there. Galloway takes the pitches in the dirt, skips away, and will move runners to second and third. That's a tough pitch to handle. Yes, it is. Outside and in the dirt, and, and the catcher's having to move across, uh, move his glove across the body to try and. Make the stop. That's a catcher's nightmare. And so the wild pitch puts runners at second and third. Keeps the infield. Well, they're going to bring him in all the way yeah. around now for Galloway. A ball and a strike with Jackson. He bounces it to short, and it'll keep everybody where they were. So Tech taking a chance and having the infield in, and for that batter, it certainly paid off. 
Now with one out, they'll uh, keep the infield in. And Jared Vitito, who has a single and a run scored, is the batter, and Coach Kevin Nichols is calling time and going to talk to him before he stands in at the plate. They play outfield playing him straight up. In fact, uh, well, no, I'm looking at the center fielder. He's about as close to straight away as you can get. Yeah, maybe one step off of a line between the 395 sign drawn to home plate. And that ball is hit in the air to shallow left. It's going to be caught. Boyd will take no chances there as it was a shallow, soft liner. Nice play on the ball by Ford, who got it back in a hurry. And so the Blue Raiders are going to need a two-out hit to avoid having a second and third no-out opportunity. Go by the boards, and it was a gift because there was an error and a wild pitch in the mix. Well, Gabe Jennings is the one that delivered uh, big for the Raiders in the fifth inning, so... Uh, he got the scoring started with a two-run single. He has 14 runs batted in and leads the team and takes ball one down and away. But he's tied for the lead, is he not, at 14? Uh, one ahead of Boyd, well, Jeremiah okay. with 13. Now this would, uh, base hit here, probably scores two. Ah, pitch outside, two balls, no strikes. A walk loads the bases for Eston Snyder. Boyd at third, right at second, two outs. 2-0 two and oh with Gabe Jennings. T gets a strike. I think the, after the, the way those first two pitches, you've got to take that pitch. You've got to make him throw a strike. 2-1 delivery from McCauley. Hit to left center field. That ball is going to get down for extra bases. Jennings has done it for the second time in a row. Gabe with a two-out, two-run double. And it is now 5 to nothing. Blue Raiders. Boy, I just love clutch hitting with two <laughs> outs. That is so awesome. That ball off the wall, uh, just to the right of the uh, 365 sign in, uh, in the power alley in right, uh, left center. Because of the error, the runs are both going to be unearned as the hit came with two outs. Gabe Jennings is a four RBI game. And now 16 runs batted in for the Blue Raider third baseman. A two for three night for Gabe. He is at second base and it continues for Eston Snyder. Five nothing Blue Raiders here in the fifth. Snyder hits a ground ball to second. They're going to have to hurry and get him at first by a step. Nice play by the second baseman Garza to range to his right. Actually, a step onto the outfield grass and then get Snyder at first. But two runs in the inning on the two-out Gabe Jennings double. Two runs on two hits, an error, and one left on base. So after five innings here this evening now, the Blue Raiders have a 5 to nothing lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. 
Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates.